the world, locally, with family and friends, House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. he said to me. Uh, the title of our message uh, this morning is the unveiling of the bride or the revealing of the bride. The unveiling of the bride or the revealing of the bride. God says in 2014 that we're going to be a separation between the sheep and the goats. He goes on to say we will, we will be able to identify who is his and who is not his in this year 2014. Uh, Dr. Manley said on Wednesday night he counted the numbers 2014, which equated to the number seven as we count the numbers, meaning that there's a fullness. There are some things will come to the, to the end. It will come to its fullness, and they will come to an end in this year that we see. So we want us to make sure that we're able to identify, to be on alert, to have that discerning spirit so that we won't get caught up on is not caught up in the things that's going to take place uh, in 2014 by the hand of God. Now, going to Revelations chapter number 17, we're going to begin reading at verse number 1. Are we there? Verse 1 says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vows, and talked with me, John is talking, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment. Y'all catch that word? I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that setteth upon many waters. God says, what's going to happen? Because right here in chapter number 17, we are dealing with a counterfeit church, false doctrine, false religion. When it comes down to the uh, people of God, are those that are operating in counterfeit. You, we will be able to tell the difference. But he says it's a great hole. In other words, it has a whole lot of levels. We will find in the year 2014, a lot of people have a lot of levels that's not of God. Amen? So God said he's going to unveil the bride. We will be able to identify the bride. We will be able to, to see all these things coming in this year, 2014. It's first thing God says, judgment. He's going to deal with it. He's going to, I hear your Holy Spirit. He's going to deal with the counterfeit church. Amen. He's going to deal with counterfeit religion. He's going to deal with a counterfeit doctrine. Amen. Now, verse number two says, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with wine of her fornication. Now, verse number three says, so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. I, I need you to remember what the text is saying. So he carried me away. John says he carried me away uh, into the spirit, into the wilderness. And watch what he says. And I saw a woman, which is talking about the church, the counterfeit church. I saw a woman set upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy. Daniel chapter number 11. Are we there? 
Okay, verse number 36 in Daniel chapter number 11. Remember now, he's unveiling the bride. We're talking about the first one we're looking at is the counterfeit. It's going to be the counterfeit church. Verse number 36 in Daniel chapter number 11, it says, And the king shall do according to whose will? His will. You'll see things happening. People will be doing things according to their will and not God's will. The king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt what? Himself. And magnify himself above every god, and shall speak marvelous things against the God of gods. He's going to be speaking things against the Most High God. Marvelous things. So much so that people will be fooled if they're not walking in the will of God. He says, uh, and he shall speak marvelous things against the God of gods. And watch this. And he shall do what? He shall prosper. You're going to see the counterfeit church prosper. But look, God said judgment is coming to the counterfeit church. So if we're not real today, God says uh, judgment is coming to our house. That's what the word of God says. Because he's, he's unveiling, he's revealing everything that's not like him. Amen. Now he says, he shall speak marvelous things against God of God's and shall prosper till the indignation. Now that word indignation means the displeasure of God with sin. I mean, until God gets so angry, so outraged because of sin. See, that's when you're going to see God's hand move. Watch what happens in 2014. We will see some judgment because God is going and is getting tired of what is happening, not only in the world, but to the body of Christ. When all of a sudden everything that's wrong is being said to be right, and people, when you, when you go along with what God says in his word and you speak what God says in his word, and, and, and what happens is you, uh, now the world says you are in the wrong, but you know you're in the right according to God's word. We've got to understand. We've got to, we cannot be like the counterfeit church. And God will show us, even in his word, what we need to do because he gives us specific instruction because he's going to begin unveiling. He's going to begin to reveal who's real. Remember now, the beginning of it says he's going to do some separation. The sheep from the goat. So we've got to decide whether or not we are goat or we've got to decide if we're going to be the sheep. Amen. Amen. Because only the sheep can hear the Lord's voice. Goats can't hear the Lord's voice. Amen. Amen. So then it says, it goes on, it talks about till the indignation be accomplished for that for that that is determined shall be done. Now, verse number 37. It says, neither shall he regard. We're talking about this counterfeit bride now. The one that's pretending to be. It's going to be running parallel <laughs> with, with the bride of Christ. The true bride of Christ. It's going to be running a parallel. So you've got to be very sharp. You've got to have that discerning to know what is of God and what is not God. Verse 37 says, neither shall he regard the God of his fathers. Watch this nor the desire of what? Women. Hmm. Nor regard any God, for he shall magnify himself above all. you hear more about man than you'll hear about God in 2014. Man will be exalted, not God. This is, God says this is a sign. You got to, you got to watch. He says you got to hear it, you got to see, you got to discern. Because when, when man is being exalted and magnified beyond God, God says that's not him. So we got to understand, God said, this is one of the things that he will be doing. It will be more about him than it will be about God. 
See, you know, sometimes we, when we do things after our own lust and our own pleasure, it, it's not about God. That means it's about us satisfying self. When you, when you th get to think about how are we really divided, you think about the teachings of Christ. You think about the Word of God, and you think about what's being said out in the world. You know, when it begins to those in high places, when they begin to accept what God says we're not to accept, I'm dealing with homosexuality now. And when you, you got married, men can marry men and women can marry women. You know, that's not of God. The book in Romans chapter number one tells us that's not of God. You know, what's really strange is Paul back in, in, in when he wrote the book of Romans, he began to deal with all these things that's happening right now. So, so we got to understand that th there's a division in the land. There's a division. You've got church folk even divided, uh, divided about some of the things that's happening. Even though they know what the books say. But yet they go along and say, well, you know, that's, that's what their lifestyle is and this is what they enjoy and everybody have a right to. No, no, no. We don't have a right to nothing except for what God says in the book. Amen. And God says in the book is wrong. So you're going to see a, a more of a greater division. Not only in the world, I hear your Holy Spirit, but we also will see a division in the house of God. When it comes down to what's right and what's wrong. You, you cannot say sin is okay. No, sin is never okay with God. Sin stinks in the nostrils of God. So God said, we're going to see a division. And, and, and we, we can't afford the house of God. The true, uh, the bride of, of Christ cannot afford to have division in the house of God. If we don't stand up for what's right, then who's going to stand up? But God said, I'm unveiling the bride. I'm unveiling that which is counterfeit. I'm unveiling it. I'm revealing what's counterfeit. So, so when you begin to encounter people, whether it be on your job or whether it be in your house or where somebody's visiting or where you just meet somebody along the way, just remember what you hear. And when they begin to speak some things contrary, that's why it's so important that we know what the Word of God says. Because people will begin to speak things that's contrary to the Word of God, even the Pope. Jeremiah chapter number 51, and we're going to look at verse number 6. Verse number 6 says, flee out of the midst of Babylon. That's that false doctrine. You got to get away from false doctrine. You got to get away from false teaching. It says, flee out of the midst of Babylon and deliver every man, oh my God, deliver my, every man his soul. So in other words, when we flee from, from false doctrine, we deliver our own soul. <laughs> we deliver our own soul. And then he says, he, uh, he says, be not cut off in her, and oh my God, be not cut off in her iniquity. In other words, if we're caught up with it, we'll get cut off too. Mm -hmm. It says, be not cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. Come my judgment. He will render unto her a recompense. Verse number seven. It says, Babylon, which is that, that false teaching or false doctrine, and also means confusion, because false doctrine is confusion. Babylon has been a golden cup in whose hand? The Lord's hand. Isn't that interesting? They have no idea that they're in the Lord's hand. They think they hold their own golden cup. <laughs> it says, Babylon has been a golden cup in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunken, the nations of having drunken of her wine, therefore the nations of what? Is not folk gone mad? They are gone mad. They are gone completely mad. It's not about, uh, 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 I love you, Lord, more than anything. It's about self. 
So, but, but they have gotten intoxicated, thank you, Holy Spirit, with the things of the world. So therefore, they've gone mad, the word of God says. Now, verse 8 says, Babylon, watch this, is suddenly, God's going to do this thing. Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed. He says, howl, mean weep for her, take balm for her pain. If so be, she may be healed. If, if, can't be healed. It's counterfeit. Verse number 9 says, we would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her and let us go everyone into his own country for her judgment. Remember now, we're talking about that word again, judgment. For her judgment reaches unto heaven and is lifted up even to the skies. In other words, God is getting tired. Four. It says, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, who? My people. So what is God's people doing in, entangled with, with, with false doctrine? Or entangled with the things of the world? God gives specific instructions. Says, Would you let me know some of the, the body of Christ have gotten caught up in the wrong thing? Because here God's word is saying, he said, I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not what? Partakers of her what? Of her sins. See, when we go along with what's wrong and we get, get caught up in the things of the world, God said, then we become partakers of their sins. It says, and that ye receive, oh my God, not of her plague. So God said, don't be there when he begins to release judgment. Because if you're there when God begins to release judgment, open his hands of judgment, and if we're in the wrong place, God said, you're going to receive those plagues. The same thing that's coming on the, the, the one that's false, the false church, the false bride. God said, if you don't remove yourself, then you're going to receive the plagues that they're going to get by God's hand. So God said, is it not interesting? God said, my people? What are my people doing there? Why is God's people there? God said, come out of there. He says in verse number five, for her sins have done what? Reached unto heaven. You know what? I've heard so much grace. I'm quite sure God is probably so tired of hearing about my, his grace, his grace, his grace. God said, I'm getting ready to deal with your sin. He said, I'm getting ready to deal with your sin. Because he says here, for her sins have reached into heaven, and God hath remembered her what? Iniquities. God said, I am tired. I'm tired, God says. I am tired. He says, the things that are happening in the world today, God said, those things are not of me. He said, the sin, whenever, whenever sin reaches its fullness, God will bring somebody else from somewhere, as he did in the Old Testament. He brought the Amorites. He brought them, and he dealt with the people of God because the people of God was not reverencing God. You people don't even reverence God anymore. There's no reverence for God. God said, I'm going to deal with this. Revelation chapter number th three. Are we there? All right, beginning at verse number 14. Verse 14 says, And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea, which means justice of the people, write these things, saith the amen, the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Verse 15 says, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. 
I would, that were cold or hot. In other words, God said, we stand for anything. No, 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 don't stand up for anything. God said, I, I wish that you was one or the other. But this is where we are, where, where people are so indifferent now that they don't stand for what God says. Now, verse, verse uh, 16 says, so then because thou art what? Lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. That's a strong statement. God said, I, I want you on fire for me. I don't be on fire for me. He said, because if you look warm, he said, I'm going to have to spit you out. Because, see, fire is what warms us. Well, fire is what warms other people. God says, you know, even to the point of uh, 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 witnessing the, the fire to, to bring people uh, uh, into Christ, to lead people into Christ, even that has waxed cold, just like love. That there's not a, a zeal anymore to, to, for people to get saved. You know, you remember when you first got saved and how you want everybody to get saved? The, the, the salvation that you received, you want everybody to have it? Then all of a sudden, you know, it, it kind of tapered down a little bit. Then it, it tapered down a little bit more. God said, no, you got to, the church got to get back on fire for him. We have to begin to tell others about the God that we serve. But it has to do with Whose side are we on? Either we're the counterfeit bride, he says, or we're the true bride. And we're, there will be a distinction. There will be a distinction. Now, let's continue to look at this. God says he's going to spew them out. Look at verse number 17. 17 says, because thou sayest, what? This is the church age. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with what? Goods. Let's think about that now. Let's think about now. You see more and more people now having a whole lot more than they ever had before. So they feel like they don't need God. What will your job do then? When you say, we don't, we don't need God. They're saying, I got all the stuff, but I don't need God no more. Look around. People are saying, well, they do not need God anymore. You find more people sitting at home watching television. They sit at home. But they have forgotten God. said, so don't forget to, to, to fellowship together. So assemble yourself together. You can't take part of the word and leave the, uh, and exclude, excuse, exclude the other part of the word. It's, it's, it's a wild thing going on here. They're saying they don't need God. But watch what, 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 what God says. He says, and, and this is what God says. Even though they say they don't need God, this is what God says. He says, and knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, Poor, blind, and naked. Now, that's some strong stuff there now. God said, even though you think you got all, and see, that's what you were going to see in 2014, a lot of materialistic stuff. You, you're going to see a whole lot of that. But God said, you got to understand, baby, you're blind. You're spiritually blind. Why are you spiritually blind? Because you say you don't need God. You're spiritually blind. He said, you're naked. You know, you, you lost your covering. God is our covering. When we say we don't need him anymore, that means we just remove the covering of heaven from us. You, you're rich. You know, God said you're unclean. You're poor. You think you're rich in, in, in materialistic things. He said, but you're not rich in me. See, we got to be rich in God. That's where your wealth is. Your, I thank your Holy Spirit. He said your wealth is in him. Think about it now. There's some things, this, this material stuff, it comes and goes. 
It comes and goes. How do I know it comes and goes? Not a hurricane come. Not a tornado come. It comes and goes. Not pay your bill. It comes and goes. The repo man will be there. It comes and goes. But when you got the wealth of Jesus Christ, it always is with you. It brings you favor. Favor. God just, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. But look at verse 18, what God says. He says, now he gives you, God is a mercy for God. He said, I counsel thee to buy gold of me, to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich. In order to be rich in Christ, you've got to be tried in the fire. And let me tell you something, it's not good to be tried in the fire. Anybody been through the fire? <laughs> it's not good to be tried in the fire. But God said, when, you go, when, when you're tried in the fire, that's where your wealth comes for. That, that, that's where your wealth comes for. He said, I counsel thee to buy of me, meaning him, gold tried in the fire that thou mayest, mayest be rich. If you, if you want to abort the process, God said, you won't be rich in him. He said, that thou mayest be rich. And, and then he goes on to say, and white raiment, which is your spiritual soul, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And then he goes on to say, and anoint thine eyes with eye salves, that thou mayest see. In other words, he says, which, what, right now what's happening, you're spiritually blind. The church is spiritually blind. The, the, when I say church, I, I mean that counterfeit church, because see, the true church is not spiritually blind. Now, that counterfeit church that goes along with everything, they're spiritually blind. God said they're naked. They're spiritually blind. He said, you need some eyes says. In other words, he said, you need, to put, you need to allow him to put some things upon our eyes to remove the veil so we can see clearly. Because right now, they're looking through some lenses very darkly and calling right, wrong, and, and wrong, right. God said, no, 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 no. He's going to reveal. He's going to expose in 2014. Watch and see. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But watch what, how sweet our God is. Look at verse number 19. He says, as many as I love. He said, I rebuke <laughs> and chasten. In other words, God said, I, 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 I have to beat you. I just got to give you a beat down. The reason why? He's because I love you. He said, he said, as many as I love, I rebuke. See, we don't like to be rebuked. We don't like to be rebuked. We don't like to be chastised. But that's how God expresses his love. And, and think about you as a parent. Think about it as a parent. When your child does something wrong and, and you chastise them, you do it out of love. You don't do it because you want to be to, 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 to whip them or beat them. No, no, no. You do it out of love because you don't want their life going in the wrong direction. That's why Christ chastises and rebukes us. He does it out of love. He does it out of love. And he says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Then he says, be zealous, therefore, and do what? He calls for the word repent. Even though he knows that, that, that the church has become miserable and, and, and wretched and, 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 and naked and, and, and spiritually blind, now he's calling for repentance, even for that which is counterfeit, even for that which is not real. He is calling for repentance. Is that not like a loving God? He's unveiling the bride, the bride of Christ. He's unveiling them. When you see all these things, God says, know that I'm working. 
He said, before I bring my judgment, thank you, Holy Spirit, I'm going to allow you to repent. Before I release the plagues, he said, I will allow you to repent. This is what he's saying to the body of Christ all over the world. Why? Because we've gotten intoxicated with, with, with spiritual fortification. We have moved away from God. But God said, now that you know, he said, I will give you a space to repent. And once you repent, God said, okay, we'll give you a new story. But you got to repent. Church, the true God will be a way of clothed in righteousness. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white purity. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. The one way to identify the true God is those walking in righteousness. Walking in righteousness. He says in the word, the fine linen represents righteousness. And nothing to do with a garment. And nothing to do with, with, with a physical garment. It has to do with spirituality, meaning righteousness. They will be clothed in righteousness. This is how you're going to be able to identify. One means of identifying uh, the bride, the true bride. They're going to be clothed in righteousness.